to The Geek in Review, the podcast focused on innovative and creative ideas in the legal profession. I'm Marlene Gaybauer. And I'm Greg Lambert. So, Marlene, we've got some new music that we've uh, that we twisted yes. Jerry's uh, uh, arm. And actually, this is it's kind of related because um, longtime listeners know that um, our uh, interactions with uh, Jerry David DeSecca are actually through Eve Searles, mm-hmm. who works at my law firm. Um, I, I hired her years ago. I think she was my first hire. And I always, uh, I always told her that we hired her because she had a band, um, <laughs> and I thought that was cool. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to hire someone cool for the uh, position. But it turned out she's, she's really good. Too she also at, happens to be really good at what she does. That's yeah, good. yeah. So, so I reached out to Eve uh, a, a couple of weeks ago and told her we were doing this uh, new series. And I, um, you know. Uh, uh, kind of went with hat in hand and said, hey, can you and Jerry do a, you know, just a quick intro for this, like a five-second uh, intro? Um, and then uh, uh, it took a couple of weeks, but uh, they finally uh, got down uh, in into their studio and, and sent us this. And um, I, I know it's a little bit different than our, you know, lots of drum intros uh, going full acoustic, but uh, I absolutely love it. Yeah, I think it was, first of all, thank them you know so much for for doing this it was i think it was it was it's it's really perfect for this um series that we're doing and uh you know i like that they collaborated on it together i think that's that's terrific too it's just right in theme so yeah. <laughs> so thank you eve and jerry so we'll be thanking eve and jerry at the end of every show yes we, we will okay so well, for our Love and Legal Tech feature, we have with us today uh, Priti Saraswat, Legal Tech Consulting Manager at Baker Hostetler, and Ab Saraswat, Chief Revenue Officer at Lupul. So, Priti, welcome to the show. And Thank Ab. you, Greg. I'm and on. Ab, welcome to the show. I wanted to, I wanted just, to give them I'm both just, a uh, chance to, to not talk over each other. He's just here for the fun. Yeah, yeah. And and for those that are watching on on video, uh, uh, Pretty and I had a conversation about the uh, the lovely pink uh, Yeti microphone. I thought that, she that had. was so cool. I'm like, <laughs> nice. It's like it's, 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 she's wearing pink too. It's like it coordinates. I think that's terrific. Yep. <laughs> Did it so, just uh, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It, and uh, again, I think every everyone that's listened to the show already knows we're doing we're we're pretty much putting a uh, a, a wide definition on legal tech. Um, but I think uh, I think our guests today kind of fit that fit they that do. bill for legal legal tech. So, mm-hmm. um, well, let, let's jump into the conversation. Um, Pretty. Let's start with you. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do in the legal tech industry? Yeah, so I realized my title is probably a bit ominous, legal tech (laughs) consulting manager. What does that mean? Um, So I work at Baker Hostetler, uh, the national law firm, and we have, I guess, what most people refer to as an alternative legal service provider or an ALSP. Um, And within that team, it's called Incubaker. And within that team, um, I lead our client delivery services. So we provide services to our clients. Um, in different areas, privacy, uh, legal operations, uh, incident response, and we are hoping to expand out in those services, but essentially we provide uh, services to our clients to help them through process improvement, process design, implementations of software, um, and other things like that. 
Yeah. And do you do you work with Catherine Lowry? She's been on the show before. I do. She is my manager and my um, partner in crime. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is going to be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ab, uh, you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So my day job is I'm the chief revenue officer for a startup called Lupal. And uh, we are a project management and task management tool aimed for lawyers. So helping lawyers move away from managing their work in the chaos that is Microsoft Word tables, Excel and Outlook and giving them a more modern way to to basically structure work and just subdue anxiety as much as possible. Um, and separate to that, my side job, which is also legal tech related, is I'm the founder of Fringe Legal, which is a newsletter and podcast where I interview founders and I guess innovators and so on. So both um, number of people from uh, from Baker have been on before, as well as a few others that you guys might know. Uh, we let the competition in. Okay. <laughs> now you see, I, I, I was gonna, I was gonna that's say, that's you know, to me if you think I am competition, <laughs> but I'll take it. <laughs> see, that's so funny. I was gonna say it's like we always welcome a fellow podcaster. <laughs> yeah, Mar- Marlene is is much more uh, uh, on the nicer. sunny side. Nicer, <laughs> nicer. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Ab, before we before we jump in, I, w- I wanted to ask you a little bit. What what does a chief revenue officer do? I, I've seen that title before. Yeah. Um, so it depends, but at Lupul, my role is focused on managing our go-to-market motion. So sales, um, our marketing. So you know how Lupul is perceived in the world, and then the customer success part. So adoption and everything else. But generally speaking, it's just making sure that um, you have a a go-to-market motion, so people are buying whatever you're selling, and then making sure they're using it uh, after the fact as well, and you're getting good retention and adoption. Thanks. Okay, so this is the most fun question, I think, of of the whole podcast, so I'm glad I get to ask it. Um, (laughs) How did the two of you meet? And um, Priti, I'll start with you. Oh, gosh. So I will say, um, Ab's probably the better one at storytelling. Um, so I may just punt this one to him so he can make it a bit more creative than I can do justice. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell the nicer version of this story. Uh, when we meet for drinks in real life one time, uh, I'll tell you guys the real story. Um, but we, <laughs> we, we met at law school. So both Pretty and I, if you can detect it from our accent, are from the UK, uh, though we live in the US now. And we both uh, trained uh, to be barristers in the UK. Um, as part of that, we had to do a bunch of extra curriculars, which you know everyone has to do as a student. The one that we both chose was this uh, this program where you go into prisons and teach prisoners how to debate to you know give them different skills and so on. And we met as part of that, as part of the training for that at a debate club. So my my joke is, you know, we, we met debating and arguing with each other, and it you know, has carried on since then. Um, I don't think from memory we debated. And if we did, I think I may have won. But that could just be my fuzzy memory. Um, we, we did debate together. I remember it very well. Um, and we were in a group, though. So we didn't one-on-one debate, but we did have. We were on opposing teams. Um, and for the life of me, I can't remember. But um, I'm pretty sure it was our team that won. <laughs> um, yeah, and we, we, we met there and then... Um, just started, um, just started hanging out, uh, and then one thing led to another, and then 
many years later we were married um but uh, to my credit i realized the potential in finding someone <laughs> so amazing and pretty and I, I proposed to her i think within the first year so ah. yeah like the same nice. if you find the right thing you know just yeah. go ahead and have it can Don't we ask can, can we ask about the proposal yeah oh yeah. it's my yeah. favorite story favorite oh, story good um so it was um very well planned and predicated on all things um, predictable, like the weather in the UK. Uh, so I wanted to, I wanted to have a romantic proposal. Uh, so where we met is the Inns of Court uh, in in the UK, and they have these beautiful gardens. You know, these sort of super old historic buildings. And I had gotten access to these gardens um, over the weekend. I say access, it makes it sound grander. They unlock them for me, but I'll take it. Um, and um, I had gone to, I had to wait until it snowed. And I had gone and sort of written the message uh, in the snow to ask her to marry me. And then I lured her in under sort of false pretense that, hey, I need to do a photo shoot for this thing I'm working on. Can you just be and sort of hold some items for me so I can take photographs? And yeah, that's how it went down. I had my brother actually hiding in the bushes, <laughs> taking photos of all of these things. Um, so we had a record and I was like, oh, I really hope this goes well. And thankfully it did. Yeah. That's a, Pre- that's a great story, really. Pretty, we pretty, still did have you... the pictures to this day, actually. Yeah. So we'll awesome. share them with you one day. <laughs> what, was it a complete surprise or did you kind of know what was happening? Well, he told me to turn around and hold something. So I actually had my back to him while he already had knelt down next to this heart that he'd done. Um, so it was actually a surprise because oh. I genuinely thought it was a photo shoot. And at the time, I was doing a lot of photography work. So it did not seem weird to me at all. But um, it was a nice surprise. And I actually didn't see my brother-in-law hiding behind a tree until about <laughs> 30 minutes into the proposal. <laughs> so he did a good job of hiding. <laughs> Uh, so how long have the two of you been married? Nine years this year. Nine. All right. Yeah. So um, have you guys worked together or how, how is it, you know, what's what's kind of been some of the best things about at least working in the same profession? Yeah, Ab, so you want to take that one? I don't think we had plans to work together, uh, honestly. Um, and had you asked me this eight years ago, I would have said, I really don't want to work together with my spouse. Um, but when we moved from, so I used to work at a, another legal tech company called Latera, uh, which I'm sure many of your listeners know. Um, um, I was at a startup that was acquisition number one for that company. Uh, and that was what drove and moved both Pretty and I from the UK to the US and initially to New York. And when we were in Latera, um, I obviously worked through as part of the acquisition, and then Pretty um, got a job there. Um, I say got a job there. We, myself, and a few others, really had to twist her arm <laughs> to come and work for us. Um, to be honest, um, but uh, she worked there, and we worked at Latera together for I think Pretty three years, three something years, like that. Yeah, yeah and. Thankfully, we did very different roles. And I, I remember to this day when I obviously referred Pretty in, into the company, I had a call from our head of HR. And she said, Ab, just so you know, um, I, I need to make sure that you understand that she can't report to you. I was like, I would not want that anyway. <laughs> so Nobody no wants prob- that. Yeah, no problems whatsoever. Uh, so we, we worked together in the same place, but I don't. Uh, we didn't never really sort of 
uh, work so closely together. In fact, funnily enough, when we were in the office and when we moved to Chicago, most people, I think, didn't even know we were married. Hmm. So we had the same last name, but um, people just thought it was a very popular last name and they did not think we were even uh, related. And we would talk to each other in the office, but everyone just thought we were good friends. So it was actually quite funny, I think, maybe six months before I left, um, that's when people came up to us and said, are you guys married? And it was purely because Ab decided to put our wedding picture on his desk, which was a lovely gesture, but it was at that point everyone did a double take and they were like, isn't that pretty? And, they were, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they came down, uh, we were in an open plan office and they came over and they're like, we just saw you on Ab's desk. And I'm like, yeah, sure, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's our wedding picture. We didn't had no idea you guys were even married. So apparently we do professionals so well that nobody realizes we're even together. Yeah, well, that's that's got to be pretty hard to do with social events and, you know, holiday parties. Um, was it was it a kind of a conscious decision or did it just you didn't even think about it? I, I don't I don't think we thought about it. We're also very different people. Um, I am much more extroverted than pretty um, like probably at least a magnitude difference um and that just means that you know we we end up having different goals and priorities when we go out for social events or just hanging out and what we're doing um so i think it just it wasn't a conscious thing it just worked out that way it just worked out that we weren't together all the time and at that point i was traveling a lot as well so actually there was a lot of time where we weren't physically together at many of these uh, events and so on uh, it wasn't until actually i think last year you and i went to iltacon together for the first time ever um and that was an interesting um i did joke to a lot of people so many of whom you're listening that was a joke where i told people like oh you guys are married it's like yeah we got married here today um, <laughs> so i like that it's 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 funny because in in uh, one of our our other recordings in this, this series they talk a little bit about um you know business presentation and then you know you know put a private presentation and it sounds like from this story that that you know you really had the the business presentation down pat to the point that that nobody yeah. even knew um you know, our, our original guests, Cassie and, and Adam, were saying everybody else seemed to know before they did. <laughs> so yeah. it's 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 kind of opposite yeah. that way. That's interesting. Yeah, I, well, I was yeah. listening to that Cassie episode. And Alex, I think Alex, they were, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they were also, it seems like, you know, their, their love and romance was blossoming as they were working together. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, had that, we had that part down. We were already married at that point. So yeah. I think it, it, that's probably a big difference for us as well. Yeah, you 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 didn't waste any time. You just got right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we left it all in the UK. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're talking about like the best. We were talking about the best things being, you know, in the profession together. So, you know, flipping the question, you know, what, you know, what are the most challenging things about? Um, working together as as you have, and but then also sort of being in the same um, industry. Pretty, yeah, you I can think take this one. Going to be different for both of us. Um, I think that probably the most I'll start with the difficult is um, I think the blurred lines. Uh, there isn't really any difference, and I think this is probably exacerbated by the pandemic. You know, being at home as well um, all the time, but really. Sometimes we try as much as we can not to talk about work, but essentially because we're in the same industry, uh, 
it's harder to do that so that's what I mean by the blurred lines there isn't too much difference between professional and personal and then again during the pandemic just because we were in the same space as well uh, it became even more blurred in that sense but I think we've tried to make as much of a conscious effort not to talk about it definitely when we go on vacations it's a you can't talk about it subject (laughs) but at home sometimes um, we do and that on the flip side is actually one of the benefits because sometimes I need I use Ab as a sounding board and I don't really have to explain the situation because he's either seen it or been through it or he just understands because he's in the same industry so it has its pros and cons but um, I think I prefer it to be fair because yeah I think just having someone who understands the same challenges sometimes is is really good uh, I think sometimes if they don't can cause friction too because you have to explain it and you're like you don't really understand and even when they give you advice it's not quite hitting the right mark so I don't have to go through any of that with Ab. And I'll say it's it's probably not as easy for me because I don't have this sort of off switch even when we're on vacation to be like okay let's not talk about work. Um, I am one of those people that were going to vacation in let's say London or something like that I'm like oh maybe let, let me just contact this firm to see if I can have a meeting with them or have dinner with a client or a friend because many of them are friends now um, so it's that is much harder for me um, I also I, I think I internally compartmentalize that rather than sort of within uh, within my actions and um, I think probably pretty feels a lot more of this I'm also a techie much more of a techie i think than she is uh she can correct me um but um that means that especially you know as as new technologies and llms and ai all this stuff has been happening unfortunately she has been the the person who gets to just hear about it constantly from me constantly it's never ending and i think there's been many 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 occasions she's like no don't want to hear any more about ai from you today <laughs> um you know it's you know developing something or playing with something and yeah so i think those, those things are just finding a balance there but all the positives from pretty are definitely there because i can imagine when we talk to friends and tell them roughly what we do people like legal tech so is there illegal tech as well mm-hmm, yeah. that is i can tell you that is the number one response i get <laughs> i'm so glad i don't have to sort of explain any of those details to to my partner right that's really important it just makes the whole communication process so much smoother yeah, yeah and i probably say not techie i'll say he's more nerdy about it so <laughs> proudly we're definitely both in nerdy. tech obviously and we have very technical jobs but yeah he definitely gets more in the weeds with it and he definitely nerds out a lot more than i do yeah ab, ab is are you are you nerdy or are you geeky which which do you Ooh. think you are I think I'm going to take the nerdy over the geeky, okay. just based on the origins of the word geek. But um, yeah, um, I, I just, I can't help myself as well. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, um, I, I joke, I joke a lot with people. It's like, you know, I, I'm not that technical and I get a lot of shut the F up responses to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I think compared to most, I, I, over time, you know, when you can start writing your own Python scripts, people sort of dismiss not technical very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you were talking about, you know, hanging out with friends and, and working in the the legal, not illegal tech uh, industry. Um, so what what kind of reaction, like when, when you go to conferences, like you were talking about ILTA, um, when you 
show up and you, and people either figure out or you tell folks that the two of you are married? What kind of reaction do you get uh, from from others? I think it varies. Um, I think there's obviously some that know us and have known us for a while, and they're, they're it, when when they do get to see us together, um, it's good. Uh, I will say that because I've been in legal tech, quote unquote, for a, a bit longer than Pretty has. Oh, initially, when we were being introduced, um, it was oh, this is Pretty App's wife, and now I'm very glad it's now. I, I was at Legal Week. Um, recently um and many many people had introduced me it's like oh this is our pretty's husband so i'm <laughs> nice uh, you know that that helps a lot i'm i'm so happy for that um but I, I think people are genuinely surprised um probably also because i play pranks on them as i mentioned earlier sometimes which doesn't <laughs> help um but gen- generally i think they're a little bit surprised um but yeah they, they see us and People figure it out. Um, I, I've had a handful of people, in fact, it's happened at Legal Week. I'm not going to name the person to not embarrass them. They asked me, it's like, Ab, can I ask you something? Is Pretty Saraswood, is she, is she your wife? And I was like, yeah. It's like, wow, did you guys, re- did you guys recently get married? I'm like, no, <laughs> nearly a decade. Um, so I think we still hide it well. I don't know. I get, the, I get different responses. I think mine are, that's really cool. I get more of that's really cool than... Oh, I don't know if I could work with my spouse, which I've also heard. Um, But I think most people say it's really cool because, again, uh, from the perspective of understanding the industry and just having someone who sees the same things and has the same challenges, I've just had a lot of people say that's really cool. And I would say probably to the point where we made that people at Latera didn't know that we were necessarily married. I feel like a lot more people in the industry now, or at least... You know, just people I speak to kind of make the connection. So I guess that's a testament to us that they know us separately, but can also put that together. So (laughs) that's what I've also experienced more recently. Well, and and this podcast will be your nine-year coming out story. So (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But, uh, you know, in all seriousness, I think for for both of us, it's quite important that we, we have similar roles, but slightly different angles to and approaches to them that we stand on our own two feet in a lot right we want to support each other um thoroughly but i wouldn't want to be only known as pretty's husband and vice versa i wouldn't want her to be just known because of me uh, because i think we both work really hard and we do other um you know we have uh, challenging roles and that trying to bring about a lot of different impact into our own respective firms and organizations so I think that's really important as well. And it's it, legal so small compared to most places um, yeah. Yeah. that it's easy for that line to get crossed into. Okay, so second most fun question of the podcast. Um, <laughs> if, if, you know, how do you handle situations where you may not agree on how to handle a situation that you both face? And professionally, you mean in, in work? Yes. Or? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Thank God. Um, um, I, I unless, unless you want to go further, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's turned into a therapy session now. Um, <laughs> so I don't think we've had issues pretty where we've had to professionally agree or disagree about something, which probably is fortunate. Um, I, 
I'd like to think we would handle it well, uh, but I don't think we've had that. <laughs> we, we've had to put it to the test so far. Right, Pretty? Mm, I think there's been a few discussions. I will say, you know, Av kind of hit the nail on the head earlier. We're very different, which means we generally, what I've noticed is we do have two different opinions about it, but I think it's, I think maybe it's our debating background. Who knows? Maybe we've just learned to figure out how to deal with conflicts, but. I think more often than not, like I will share my opinion and I'll say this is kind of where I stand. Um, he'll kind of share his opinion. I think in the middle we'll have some similarities, like we both agree on certain areas. Um, but ultimately, we kind of just sometimes agree to disagree because we're just coming at it from a different perspective and we'll kind of end the conversation there or we will just kind of end it at, yeah, I see what you're saying. and. Sometimes he'll convince me to think the other way and vice versa. So we do always end up at a conclusion. But uh, yeah, to his point, we don't really fight about it. So Probably a boring answer. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. It sounds um, like communication and, and discussion is very important. And that's another theme that we are, we are hearing across the board. Yeah, and it, it kind of leads into the, the next question, which is... Um, and, and Ab, I, you, you highlighted earlier, you're, you're pretty much an extrovert and pretty, I, I think you agreed that you're more on the, the introvert side. So when, when you're out either, you know, back at home or you're out maybe together, um, how do you balance that? How, how do you know when do you have a, uh, a signal that you give when you say I've had enough. Like, um, uh, let's you know, <laughs> let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, let's not you know, let's not continue this. Um, how how do you kind of handle that work life balance? Yeah, I think you know it's really funny because I, I I hadn't seen pretty that many sort of social occasions for work um, until recently, right? It's well started opening up post COVID and so on, um, and. It, it, we ended up in a lot more events and I think she even though she's a bit more introverted uh, I was I was surprised um, how good she is uh, outside sort of networking and just mingling with the crowd and we do when we go to something together we normally have a discussion beforehand that okay let's let's stay until x point uh, and then we'll see, right? So we normally set this is the this is the agreed upon limit, um, unless we're both having so much fun, and unless we that, and then we can decide, and that just helps a lot because, and usually it's not so much that it's an extrovert introvert thing. It's we you know it's the end of a long day often, and it's like okay, how how long do we want to be outside? Right? This is already a fourteen hour day now. Uh, how much more energy do we have to give? So that helps tremendously. Um, I don't. Sometimes we have signals. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> give away our secret signals here. Yeah. Um, but sometimes we have signals too. But generally yes. speaking, it's a discussion ahead of time. Or we'll go up to each other and we'll say, um, "I think I'm gonna leave." So, for example, again, as Ab said, you know, we haven't been in too many social situations, but Iltacom is probably a really good example. And we kind of went there separately. So sometimes we do do things separately. So I think there was one evening I know Ab went up before me. Um, and so I just stayed and I, and I had more conversations. So sometimes we will just decide to kind of do our own thing as well because we realized we were representing different companies. We're coming at it from a different angle. And 
um, we're networking in different ways. So sometimes we will just kind of divide and conquer, if you will, right, and go our separate ways. Um, and then, as I've said other times, usually it's one of us will go up to the other one and say, you know, I've kind of had enough. Uh, where are you at at this point? Do you want to leave? And if we do, then we will. Otherwise, uh, one of us will say, I think I'm going to stay on. But if we're going to a place where it's not like Iltacon, you can't just have a room to go to, then, yeah, we probably will make a judgment call at that point. We talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so um, kind of shifting back to the business angle. So what are the interesting things that the two of you are both working on now? And uh, Ab, I'll start with you. Yeah. Uh, so most of my time energy spent on Lupul. Uh, so just building that out where, you know, as I mentioned, we're a startup. We've been commercial for about two years. So we're very much sort of hitting the, hitting the ground running. So we've been busy just uh, trying to make people aware of what we do and um, trying to just get the the value prop in front of people as much as possible. Uh, so at some point, I think Marlene, you and I have spoken before, for sure, last year. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and that, that's a big part of my focus. And what little time I have, um, I then spend tinkering with legal tech, speaking to founders and just uh, exploring what's out there. So that's just learning a lot, to be honest. I, I enjoy having conversations like these and just seeing what people are working on and uh, building things every now and then. But no one should ever hire me as a developer, though. That's a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and pretty, what are you working on? Oh, well, um, as I mentioned, being part of an ALSP, uh, there's always things moving. I think a lot of work that we do is based on the market. So really whatever's grooving in the market is where we are um, also creating services for. So more recently, we've done a lot around privacy. Um, for those of you that don't know, privacy regulations just keep on coming. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're in the US, uh, there's a different state every few months. So yeah, we've been definitely busy over there. Um, and then just really, as I said, anything that's within the, in the industry. So of course, if we would be wrong not to mention Gen AI, obviously those things. And there are other members in my team that, that work more, um, more focused on this area. But yeah, we are kind of just moving with the trends and what's in the market. So kind of helping clients wherever they need that help um, is the most exciting thing I'm doing that day. Good. Well, it's good to have that flexibility to mm -hmm. be able to, to meet those needs as they change. Um, so in our normal podcast episodes, we ask our crystal ball question, and, and we've kind of morphed it into, um, I, I, I know we're past uh, Valentine's Day, but we'll still call it the uh, St. Valentine's question. Um, and uh, Priti, I'll, I'll throw this to you first. Um, what advice would you give another couple who are considering working in the same field or working together in, in, in the same uh, business? You know, what, what advice would you give? Don't let the devil get you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, probably communication uh, as we've kind of established. Actually, probably I would say I probably really realized this from preparing for this podcast. Uh, but I think it sounds like communication is key. I definitely think that you shouldn't be afraid to be in the same industry. Um, it can be quite empowering having your partner be in a similar industry. But I also understand a lot of people don't feel comfortable with that because they want that kind of divide between personal and professional. But I think it's really up to the couple. If you 
um, kind of focus on that and you know that that's something that you want to keep divided, then you can work through it. And similarly, if you know that you want to blur the lines a little bit or kind of use that person as a sounding board, then you can do that as well. So as long as the two of you know where to find that balance, um, I definitely don't think anyone should be afraid. And there are definitely um, positives to having your partner be in the same industry for sure. Cool. Ab, what about you? Yeah, I think for me, um, I I like the the maxim strong opinions loosely held, and I think that's probably no more important than in in personal relationships, especially if you're going to be working with that person and spending a lot of time with that individual as well. And that just means that you're able to sort of go in, put your case forward, and um, but at least have an open mind enough that you you might sort of leave the door. Um, and I think that's, you know, for for us, um, we don't work directly together, but we're in the same house. We're a room apart right now. Um, and it's important that we can sort of go in and say, okay, this is, this is what my position is. Um, and actually being very explicit sometimes, just saying, look, I just need to vent or I just need to be able to share something or get feedback. Um, rather than okay i'm going to tell you something tell me what you think uh, you know sometimes i frankly don't care what somebody else thinks i just need to get it off my chest and I, w- I want to trust someone to be able to do that and it's challenging especially because you know we're not ever sharing anything that's uh, sensitive confidential and sort of you know something we're not able to share but we can still talk about the situation because there's not too many people uh, as as i mentioned if i try and talk to a lot of people who are outside of industry, they don't really understand. Uh, and so the nuances don't quite make sense. So just, just having that person to go to makes a big difference. But you got to go in there with an open mind most of the time. Awesome. Well, uh, Ab and Priti Saraswat, I want to thank you both for coming on the Geek and Review and sharing your love and legal tech story. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks. And of course, thanks to all of you, our listeners, for taking the time to listen to the Geek and Review podcast. If you enjoyed the show, share it with a colleague. We'd love to hear from you, so reach out to us on social media. I can be found on LinkedIn or on X at GayBauerM and on threads at MGayBauer66. And I can be reached on LinkedIn or you can find me on X uh, at Glambert or threads at GlambertPod. And... Oh. I know we have we have to give credit. And no, no, as, no, 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 uh, Ab and Pretty. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Jumping, I'm jumping ahead. I'm so excited Again, about the music. We've, we've only been doing this for six uh, years. We're, we're still learning. So sorry, we, we we are a podcast startup. So Ab, <laughs> if, if somebody wanted to learn more about you or Lupul, we're we're be a good place to. Look. Yeah. Um, if you want to connect with me, LinkedIn is the best place. Um, you can search for Apps Harrisford, you'll find me. And if you want to learn more about Lupul, L-U-P-L.com, Lupul.com is the best place. And Pretty, how about you? Uh, yeah, again, LinkedIn, you can find me under Pretty Saraswat. Um, I'm the one with the bright green background, so you can't miss me on LinkedIn. It's a great background. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, or at bakerlaw.com. Uh, you can also find me under the professional section under Pretty Saraswat. And we want to thank Eve Searles and Jerry David DeSicca for our music. Yeah, thanks, Eve and Jerry. All right, thanks, everyone. Thank you. Love you.